everyone. This is One on One RPG. Sorry, did you hear the, that we'd started? Yeah, you jumped in too quick, man. No, I didn't hear it. Have we started? Uh, no, no. Let's not, uh, let's not break the illusion. Who is this? Who are you? And what are we doing here? I, I thought you'd be more relaxed if you didn't know. Right, in any case, <laughs> I'm, I'm Pony from Two Copper Pieces. I'm Elliot, also known as Elephant Bear, also known as Ichabod. Stella Cruz didn't really sit right with me last week. I think it came across. This time, I've got a name. Ichabod Emerson. Solid name. He's ready to, let's ready to save names and kick butt. And I'm all out of names. Oh, brilliant. I'm really excited now. So, okay. oh, and before we get too far into it, you can find our Discord channel in the, uh, in the description below, as well as our uh, various ways of following us on social media. So, you get on that. And ask us some questions. And speaking yeah, of questions, lots of, lots of cool stuff down there. There's uh, fan art. There's like-minded people to discuss things with. There's sneak peeks of upcoming possible special guests. Who knows? Um, yes, uh, <laughs> I have a I have a fan submitted question. Thank you from uh, one Sydney. He asks, "What is your favourite class to play, and uh, do you play that class often?" Mm, that is an interesting question and sounds somehow sounds quite musical <laughs> and something tells me sydney's quite a musical person yes indeed oh that's one point of damage to you oh no to you as in elliot not uh not ichabod that no one. i i knew what you meant yeah um right let's do a bit of small talk so um you know people think we are at the same level as them absolutely and, uh, so um what is the smallest thing you own probably the the dice i play dungeons and dragons with i'll be honest yeah, fair enough how about yourself um i think i've got like this tiny tiny key ring um the, the ring itself is not that small but the thing attached to it is very small i was gonna say the keys are small or no no the not the keys but the uh the, the little thing that hangs off of the key ring that gets referred to as a key ring but isn't actually a ring i don't know ah. some sort of some sort of thing, like a trinket or you, something. You also have a lot of model-making equipment. I assume you have some smaller bits in there. There are pretty small bits in there. Yeah, that's true. And um, In any case, let's, let's crack on. That, with, uh... that really was small talk there, mm. eh? Hey? We made quite a lot of that small talk. Um, let's, uh, let's crack on. So if you could tell everyone um, what happened last week in five sentences or less. <sighs> I arrived at the town of Kresk to try and get the restoration potion for Adrian. I attempted to purify the pond of the White Sun. That went badly for me. I then proceeded to the abbey to meet with the abbot where I found a ring. The abbot is crazy and is trying to resurrect people. I then fled, got, I parlayed with him to get a potion and fled the town. Ah, five, five sentences. sentences. That is five sentences. Um, wh- what of? Uh, oh, so you got the potion. Where are you going now? Back to well, my my actual goal is to get get to Yester Hill to hopefully this uh, this ceremony by Babala Saga has run long and I, I will still be able to thwart it. Uh, otherwise, obviously, with a veer off to Velaki on the way to to save Adrian. Brilliant, and um. Was was there anything about a wedding dress or something like that? There was. 
the, uh, I didn't come up in my five sentences or less. Maybe a sixth sentence next time. Oh, the abbot asked for a wedding dress for his creation that he's made. He apparently uh, she was talking about marrying Strad, which is uh, news to me because I thought she was he was marrying Tatiana. Mm. And um, have you got any leads on this wedding dress? I mean, you might, you Ichabod might not be particularly interested in it, but just but he might turn out <laughs> to be. <laughs> but just to catch up the listener in case uh, in case it comes up. Yes. Burgermaster, the Burgermaster's wife, Lydia, the Burgermaster of Kresk, has a wedding dress that she's willing to give me. I'm going to try and rescue her son, Ilya, from Mor- was it Morgantha, the, the evil witch with the dream pastries. Mm. And if that succeeds or if that fails, I shall... Uh, that that was a backup plan. I also ask a, a tailor in in Malachi if they can make me one. Ah, so you do have a couple of plans. Fair enough. I I knew have I do know a good second hand shop just off the uh, town square. Ah, yes, we got a suit from that time. That lasted all of one session. Mm. Um, but then now you've got those nice uh, those nice new threads that look a lot like um the the same ben ones that Van wearing. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so thundering out of uh thundering out of cresk um the uh who, who's your driver was the name not dimitri dimitri it is dimitri the way you remember it is it's the same as the burgomaster's <laughs> name what was his name again dimitri <laughs> <laughs> dimitri uh dimitri riding not the burgomaster dimitri just to make that clear no, the, um, this is dimitri martikov yes one of the keepers of the feather seeing up there riding and um more of a tokenistic gesture he's just like whipping the reins of the horses um trying to get them to go faster they're not going faster because of that but they are going quite fast because he's thinking fast i would like to uh, in opposite of everything i've learned about travel in barovia i would like to sit up on the front of the carriage as well and see if two people thinking fast can make it go even faster (laughs) okay well why don't you roll an animal handling check oh i'm good at these he says, uh, as he check, hurriedly checks his animal handling, uh, 12. Okay. Um, you uh, don't notice uh, discernibly whether it's making them go faster or not, but it doesn't seem to impinge anything. So It's making me feel better, mm. at the very least. I feel like I'm contributing. Yeah. You've not made it worse, and you could c- count that as a win in Barovia sometimes. I've, I'm sitting there thinking, blast, this is still too slow. Because I was hoping for a better role, I don't know if you could tell. Queenie, where are you, Queenie? Ah. <laughs> I, I take the potion of greater restoration. I put it in her in her talons. And I say, Queenie, I need you to fly as the raven flies to to Valaki as quick as you can, and use your your raven mimicry to convey this message. This is the restoration potion to save Adrian. Head back to me. <laughs> Spot on, exactly as I sounded. Um, Vlad passes a little uh, piece of paper through the window to you that has that message written on it. I tie it to the bottle. And I t- <laughs> tie the bottle on a p- to, to Queenie's legs, even though I'm certain she will just hold on to it. But, you know, doesn't hurt to be safe. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, she, um, she flies off, unless you have anything else you want to say to her before she goes. Uh, no, just fly. And uh, yeah, she flies off. You see her uh, sort of rattling off into the distance. 
um, every so often, well, not every so often, and what just as she's sort of disappearing from view, you hear an echoing <laughs> as you see her silhouetted against the vague moonlight coming through the mists. Awesome. Um, so Dimitri says, uh, uh, I hope we can make it back, sir. I, I'm, I'm really feeling good about this. You've made the right choice helping my brother. Dimitri, I'm going to get into so much trouble with the Raven Queen for this. I know it. But Adrian was good to me and I couldn't let him down. Yes, I, I don't know why the Raven Queen would, uh, would not like what you're doing. He's one of the keepers of the feather, after all. Worshipped her his whole life. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't that she didn't like what I was doing. It was the fact she thought something else was more urgent. Oh, I see. Well, um, we're, we're on our way, aren't we? We're on our way. Um, you hear some uh, discontented grumbles coming from inside the carriage. Like, mm, good friends, aren't you? <laughs> Quiet back there, Van Richten. It <laughs> wasn't me. I've not said anything for a while. No. I thought you were more chatty. My mistake. This is actually, uh, I, I'm just enjoying the view and I was looking at my tower. I can see it from here. Oh, you have a tower? Yes. Cast your eyes to the north. You can see it just in front of the, in front of that small lake before the mountains. Oh, yes. It's there, looming ahead of the landscape like a, uh, loomer. Uh, All right, yeah. I'm trying to focus on other things. I've not really got a... I'm not a wordsmith. It has a lot of uh, equipment, and also it's safe from uh, from unholy beings. What time of day is it? Uh, it is sort of getting on for late evening. With Queenie uh, taking the potion back, I feel a lot better about having a, a quick rest. Can um, we pull over to your tower, Van Richten? If you'd like, we can stock up on things like Alchemist's Fire. Yes. Ichabod has absolutely no idea what alchemist's fire is. That sounds brilliant. Dimitri Never look- have too much alchemist's fire. <laughs> Dimitri looks at you like, uh, but, but what about Adrian, sir? And then Vlad, before you even get a chance to reply, Vlad, he sent a bird. The bird has a name. <laughs> he sent Queenie. Queenie. You're, you're a keeper of the feather. You should know a, a raven when you see one. It's a beautiful <laughs> raven. With feathers as sleek as coal. I, I know, I know, sir. I just, I'm just worried about him. Of course, we'll, we go where you say we go. It's in Queenie's uh, claws now. Um. So, are you, uh, do you want to say anything else or do anything else before you uh, head over to this tower? I feel like I'm going over to the tower, but it's a bit of a mental struggle <laughs> trying to wrest the control of the carriage from Dimitri, who who is still sneakily trying to make us go back to Velaki as fast as possible, like no, no, that way, that way. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it is a bit of a struggle, but uh, your your will is stronger than his. Yeah, and uh, you find yourself uh, rolling off towards uh, rolling off this sort of side road towards it, and you come to a cold mountain lake enclosed by misty woods and rocky bluffs. Uh, not too. Uh, drag queens but in fact two locations um thick fog creeps across the dark still waters the trail ends at a grass-covered causeway that stretches a hundred yards across the lake to a flat marshy island with a stone tower on it the tower is old and decrepit with collapsing scaffolds clinging to one side where a large gash has split the wall on closer inspection of this tower it's not as uh, as not not as impressive as it was from a distance um 
time-worn griffin statues, their wings and flanks covered with moss, perch atop buttresses that support the walls, uh, parked near the base of the tower um, within the site of the entrance is a barrel-topped wagon spattered with mud. And then uh, when you see this wagon, you hear Van Richten say, Oh shit, she's here! Expecting somebody, Van Richten? No, that's why I said, oh shit. Yeah, I knew, uh, yeah, I, I picked up, I meant, who's here, Van Richten? <sighs> it's my ex-partner. Do you remember I told you about her? Yes. Just, just for uh, Dimitri, who wasn't there, I'll explain it again. Good, good shout, good shout. <laughs> Listen up, Dimitri. <laughs> Ichabod also leans in. Yes, she, uh, Esmeralda, and I were partners, and, uh, planning on defeating Strad, but we just couldn't agree on a plan, you see. And uh, eventually we went our separate ways. I thought she went straight to Castle Barovia, or to Castle Ravenloft. Ravenloft. Yes, it's confusing. Barovia's the city the and the region. There's no cities here, it's a town. Oh. Or village, even. But yes, um, I thought she had headed straight there, but apparently here she is, parked up outside my place. Probably stealing supplies. Yeah, probably. I didn't even think of that. Let's go. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, wait, I thought your plan was to immediately go and fight Strahd. Well, no, I want to take him by surprise and also um, with your with your might as the chosen one, aid you in success. Not just <laughs> roll up into his castle where he lives. That's, that's, that's his lair and he'd have, that's his home. That would be very easy for him to succeed. Yeah, I've just realised I've said his name a couple of times now. Mm. Lightning has uh, has lit the sky. Anyway, we need to get in right now. We need to protect <laughs> the potion that we have on us so that Strad can't get to it. Oh, no, I've said his name. <laughs> um, lightning uh, splashes across the sky again, and uh, as soon as the as soon as you see it, you also hear it. Oh, distance. Yeah, inside, inside, everyone inside. <laughs> oh, the bloody werewolves. Werewolves? I didn't. I. I don't truck with wolves. <laughs> Where or otherwise? Yeah. Uh. They. They killed him. What? Yeah. Mm, let's not go throwing the word "killed" around, eh? Eh, Dimitri. <laughs> I'm blown. I know. I was trying to blame your faux pas on Dimitri to give you an out. Oh. Yeah, Dimitri. Shut up, Dimitri. <laughs> Dimitri, uh, his shoulders drop and he just looks at the floor. But um, you um pull up alongside the wagon, the purple wagon. Uh, you can see the track marks in it, and you can also see uh, the door of the wagon is just sort of ajar. Um, and uh, as you get a glimpse inside, there seems to be nothing in there, and it seems to be quite empty. Uh, Van Richten doesn't seem to be paying too close attention. He's going straight to the door. Um, says, Van Richten, I grab his hand. Shh. Something's amiss here. I suggest we uh, sneak in and take whatever it is by surprise. Sneak in? Yes. Yes, you must sneak in and also be careful of the of the statues. Okay, and I'll take my shoes off because I'm no. not a, I'm not a, I wasn't raised in a barn. I'm not an animal. <laughs> that won't be necessary. You can see it's a disgusting mess, this place. Well, I wasn't going to say anything, but it wouldn't kill you to tidy up now and then. All right, well, maybe you can help me do that. What about your maid? Get your own, Vlad. <laughs> Dimitri, get... <laughs> I'm here, I'll show you where the broom is. Dimitri uh, dutifully goes off uh, towards the door with him. But um, then Van Richten uh, pulls his hand away as he realises you've been holding his hand this whole time and uh, goes to try the door. 
and um, hmm, still locked. And then uh, just look away. I look away, but I also pull the sun sword hilt into my hand, ready for igniting at a moment's notice. <laughs> and um, yeah, you hear some sort of um, con- some some sort of locking sounds and mechanism. And uh, suddenly the door is pushed open. It says, quickly, inside. We'll be safe in here. And then you hear... I thought you were just going to get a, a rock with a key closer. in it. I didn't realise there was going to be a, a whole thing. Mm. Well, yes, there is a whole thing. Uh, do I? Can I have a peek at the mechanism of the door as I'm ushered inside? Is it uh, like a blinksy level uh, mechanism or is it just like a latch with a shotgun attached to it? So there's an indentation where you'd expect the lock to be. And uh, the indentation is uh, hexagonal shape, but it's just a just a smooth hexagonal indentation. Oh my. Um, yeah, that, that's two more sides than I was expecting. That's fifty percent more complicated. I don't want any part of it. <laughs> Not to worry, I can let you in when needed. Um, anyway, come in, come in. I and entered then, twice. Yeah, and then. <laughs> so, so Wait a minute! Do, well. do you think I'm a vampire? <laughs> what? You just invited me in. I don't need to be invited in. I'm not a vampire. Well, no, it's just polite to wait to be invited into someone's home. Mm, not in Barovia. I wouldn't take the chance myself if I had a home. I, I don't think that rule applies. I think I don't think uh, in Barovia, Stroud can go into any of the homes that he wants. And then you like what? He just doesn't play by the rules, does he? Yeah. Uh, no, I suppose not. He's not known for playing by any rules but his own. He's a bit of a rebel and a bad boy like that. What a nope. cheater. Cheater, cheater, dirty neck eater. Let's go. Yes. Um, he uh, he closes the door and then he resets this uh, this trap that has been set up, which appears to be a bucket filled with water hanging over the door. Ichabod gives him a thumbs up. <laughs> he nods. He, says, and he turns oh. to inspect the room. Again, remembering that he was supposed to be a bit uh, bit paranoid about entering this tower. Um, as you enter this tower, uh, you see in this particular room, the front place, the first floor, the flagstone floor is strewn with debris and a few old crates standing near the east wall. A torn curtain to the south partially obscures the tower vestibule and the five foot square indentation in the centre of the floor contains four pulleys attached to a taut, to taut iron chains that stretch up through a similarly sized hole in the rotted wooden ceiling. Standing next to the chains are four tall clay statues. And you recall him saying, beware of the statues. Yep, yep. He says, uh, says, yes, uh, please bring the elevator down and then uh, the all four statues start moving their arms in unison pulling the chains and the elevator drops down do i see any stairs or is it just the elevator to get up to the next floor no the statues aren't looking at you no no i mean are there any stairs yeah there's no stairs. just just the elevator okay no, but you did notice on the uh, the scaffolding there was some stairs and it was not a stairs a ladder that went up to the scaffolding to another window um and that seemed to go up to the next floor up uh, but yeah, there's no stairs, just the elevator. Okay, I uh, I warily step onto the elevator then. And uh, he steps in as well, so does Vlad and Dimitri. And then he says, right, up, up, sees. And then the statues start pulling the chain. And um, says, they'll, well, if anything comes through that front door, which they shouldn't because protected, first they'll get hit by the bucket of holy water, and that will be the statue's cue to pound the fuck out of them. Well, Richton, you are quite the uh, cagey customer. 
Yes, I've survived for some time in Barovia by myself since since the devil took my entire family. And Esmeralda abandoned you. Oh, yes, as well. Which she didn't abandon me. It was a mutual uh, party. No, yeah, of course. You know, you, I bet you were thinking about abandoning her first, frankly. Yeah, I was, actually. She yeah. Was, her plans were ridiculous. Go straight into the tower and just get him in the tower. You'll never expect us to go straight into his home turf, she said. What? I mean, yeah, he wouldn't expect it, but that's like not, not expecting a, a delicious meal to arrive at your door and then you just get to enjoy it. That's a, that's a brilliant business idea, Van Richten. But well, you'll have to come back to that later. What, delivering delivering people for vampires to eat? Yeah, I, food. Not for, for normal people, not vampires. Ah, yeah, that is a good idea. Yeah. Especially if I we think had this... people would people would go for that. Mm. Imagine if you had a, a cart that could just deliver food because the the things pulling the cart don't require sustenance. It's a good idea. Or if you had a flying a flying companion who could deliver it wherever you wanted to, and you could call her back as soon as she was done. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That's a that's a sounds like a plan. When uh, when Barovia is liberated, I think you've got your retirement plan mapped out well that's uh, i'm actually a bit nervous about that that's not really come up i don't know if you know as soon as i succeed the raven queen doesn't need me anymore so the life escapes from my body and i become a, just a lifeless corpse again or if she then frees me from my uh, enslavement and then i can go on my merry way you hear oh much louder than before seems to be a lot closer and uh... we be taking watch by a window or something or well, when you get to the second floor, dust and, dust and cobwebs fill this otherwise empty room, the wooden floor of which is badly rotted and partially collapsed. Uh, but you can so you can see it there. Uh, there's a big hole in the middle, uh, which is where the elevator comes up. And just to the left and to the right, it's a bit rotted, but it's quite firm here. Um, mm-hmm. And you can see out of the window just a bit of the scaffolding. Uh, but that's, that's you can't see the platform, the scaffolding, you see the bottom of it. Uh, you can see the way you came uh, through this window, uh, mm-hmm. but Van Richten says, uh, I suggest we get to the top floor. Best vantage point. Um, it takes you up past the third floor. Time and the elements have all but destroyed uh, this chamber, leaving a gash in the northwest wall and slimy black mildew on the walls. The wooden floor is completely rotted and has begun to fall away in places. I wouldn't want to step on this floor, I tell you. But um, you can also see where the scaffolding uh, reaches. And you could potentially exit that gash in the wall and go out through the scaffolding and then make your way down that way if you wanted to. Uh, equally, that would be a way in as well. It's a great big hole, as you can see, more than five foot wide. Yeah, we'll call that plan B. And then uh, as you get to the top, the top floor, unlike the levels below, this room shows sign of recent habitation. Although the place reeks of mold and mildew, it has plenty of creature comforts, including a, including a cozy bed a desk with matching chair, bright tapestries, and a large iron stove with plenty of wood to feed it. Light enters through arrow slits as well as through dirt-caked windows with broken shutters. Other features of the room include a standing suit of armour and a wooden chest. Old wooden rafters bend under the weight of the tower roof, which has somehow remained intact. And mounted to the rafters are pulleys around which hang iron chains that support the tower's elevator platform. Um, you don't see any sign of... Um, a person yeah that's what i was immediately noticing in your descriptions and so, where is she i was about to ask you she certainly wasn't downstairs in the carriage 
No. Is there anywhere else she could be? I don't Maybe know. Nearby cave or. Well, not. I mean, there's there's nothing. There's not much safety nearby. We're surrounded by the woods. I wouldn't wander through the woods. Did you especially notice... this late at night with werewolves about? Yes. Uh, did you notice? Uh, did you notice any footprints or anything like that? No, but then I wasn't looking for any. Let me stick my head out the window. <laughs> I put my head out the window and see if I can see any footprints. From from the fourth floor, you can't make even make out the tracks from the wheels. Never mind um, footprints. I'm afraid. Curses! Mine, mine eye, eldritch eyes have failed me once again. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a bit high, says Vlad. I'm not going to lie to you here, Van Richten. I don't really want to go back downstairs to look for her. Because no. we haven't actually had confirmation that she's here yet. Just seen the carriage outside. No, no. It, it, it wouldn't do to go and look for her now. Not with those, not with those wolves. And then you hear the loudest howl yet. It sounds like they're very close. Can I see the wolves out the window? Uh, make a perception check. If I get a 20, can I see Elsmerilda as well? <laughs> you see. Uh, I did not get a 20. I got... Uh, where's Queenie when you need her, eh? Uh, including my zero bonus, that's a five. <laughs> no, no, let her keep going. She's doing good work. She's doing. She's more productive so far than anybody else. Yeah, it's a five, by the way. Well, five. Uh, yeah, yeah. You can't see. Uh, you can't see where they're coming from. They could be coming along the path. They could be like running through the woods. Um, who is, knows? It, is it starting to rain now as well? And I'm sticking my head out, and I'm getting wet. <laughs> um, if you roll a d twenty, we'll see. <laughs> Uh, 19! Where was that when I was trying to see stuff? It's not starting to rain. Uh, you look up and you see, just for the for a moment... A flying like, werewolf! <laughs> a break in the mist, and you get a really good look of the bright full moon, which is quite a pleasant experience, as you've not seen it for a while. But then you remember the connotations of uh, full moons and werewolves, and think perhaps it could be a bad omen. But still, it might have lit the... Uh area up a little bit making it easier to see mm. ever the optimist is ichabod yeah well while you're look, poking your head out the window and looking at looking for stuff outside van richten's rushed over to his uh, chest and said yeah catch and he starts throwing these bottles filled with something at you these vials <laughs> i make sure not to drop them as he throws them at me <laughs> says this is alchemist fire so i'm not going to explain it yeah, of course. I give it a quick shake and look at it bubble. <laughs> it's a but for you, Dimitri, my boy. Uh, let me explain it to you. You can use this uh, if if you throw it uh, up to it will shatter and uh, it will ignite, lighting things uh, that it hits or things that touch it. Uh, Dimitri nods knowingly because he knows. Oh. Uh... We used sticky fire. We used to call this in my day. What was your day, preschool? No, I'm actually. You know, I'm 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 the devil's brother. So my day was actually like hundreds of years ago. And you call it sticky fire? Well, back then we did. Don't <laughs> touch the sticky fire, mother used to say. Well, I say mother, nanny. <laughs> I'm not your nanny. No, no, but she was. Your mother was your nanny. No, I wonder sure, if I wish. They messed up. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you took that on the chin. Yep. <laughs> it's it, Sergey. 
uh, still doesn't Ichabod, sorry, still doesn't really remember anything, so he's making a lot of stuff up. <laughs> no worries. Um, so he's is uh, everyone now has three vials of alchemist fire in their on their person. There's none left in the in the chest. chest. So it's all all still here. Not not a drop was taken. Is anything else missing? No, not that I can see. It's as if she never entered. The lock was it, the door was locked. Nothing's missing. The uh, the, the 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 elevator was up, but that's how I left it. But then I guess if she went up, she would have called it down and up again. She knows she knows how to talk to the clay golems downstairs. It's almost like she's still downstairs somewhere. Maybe uh, there is still that tall suit of armor in the room. <laughs> Are you implying she might be hiding in the suit of armor? Reminding you that it's there. I have a wanderer to the suit of armor, making small talk about my family, talking about how Nanny used to sit us down at St. Swivin's Day with a with a herring or two. And as I'm I'm inferring this information, I just turn and go, ha! and lift up the visor on the suit of armor, as if I've done a great hurrah. <laughs> it doesn't move. But then uh Van Richten says, Kazan! And then suit of armor just grabs your shoulders. There's Merelda. <laughs> uh, Kazan, shake your head. He shakes his head. Ah, I thought that maybe uh, Esmeralda was hiding in the suit of armor, but clearly I was mistaken. Nope. Kazan, release. And it just lets go of you and it drops its drops its arms to its shoulders. And there's Kazan, off. And then it just stops moving completely. So it thing. Kazan will defend us to its uh, to uh, to its. I was going to say its dying breath, but it doesn't breathe. To until it's well, last, that makes two of us. And his <laughs> last bit of armor is uh, gone, um, and you can smell. Uh, you can suddenly smell like the strong scent of lavender coming from the open chest as well. Suddenly, strong um, scent of lavender. Yeah, it's not something I would have smelled before. I don't think. Um. Van Richten, does, there, does there appear to be lavender in the chest? Well, Van Richten kicks the chest and the lid closes, and then the, the smell uh, is gone. Okay. I'll pocket that information for later. Uh, you can suddenly hear um, some scurrying from outside and uh, some snarling and some uh, some scratching noises, sound of, like, claws against stone. I stick my head back out the window you hear with a bottle of alchemist fire raised. Oh, you see, um, you see four furry humanoids down at the bottom. Uh, one of them, when he sees your head, he shouts, Come out, Neville. We don't want any, thank you. We want you. We've already got some. No, we want you. Come out now. I'm trying to desperately remember when I called myself Ichabod Neville. <laughs> so many names ago. Yes. Yeah, it's quite some time ago in uh, in terms of game time. Oh, in terms of real time, but game mm. time probably about a week. Mm. A couple of I weeks. I turn back to Vlad, having just thought about this now. Probably should have done something about the horses as well. That's on us. That's that's on us. What? Well, they're downstairs with that uh, right next to a lot of bloodthirsty werewolves. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. We are not good animal people. I'm just saying that now. I hope my undead raven can make its way to the uh, save my friend. Anyway, back in a moment. Sod off! And I throw the alchemist fire. <laughs> Strong initiative. I suspected we would. <laughs> oh! What did you get? I got a one. All right. 
there we go. And I said, like, I couldn't find the, the right wear creature. And I was like, in the compendium, there's a Goliath werebear, jackal wear, a regular werebear, and a werewolf's right down the bottom. Because it's alphabetical, <laughs> alphabetical order, to be fair. But still. All right, there we go. Did that not work? Oh, there it is. No, that's yeah, you. What, what did you get? A one, did you say? Yeah, I rolled a one. Yeah, looks so like with my initiative there. modifier, that's a two. Uh, sorry, three. Okay. Ooh. There you go. All right. So, yeah, the uh, you go to throw your alchemist fire. You've got it in your hands. Uh, yep. But uh, as they see you going to throw it, they yep. say, well, if you're not going to come to us, we're going to come to you. And then yep. two of them go, Scarlet, you're kind of at the facing the front. You can see them down there by the mm-hmm. steps leading up to it. Uh, two of them go off around the side uh, and start, uh, you assume, to start making their way up the scaffolding. You might not, you might assume something else, I suppose, but that would be the logical conclusion. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas these two uh, start, like, clawing at the door and trying to uh, smash it in. Uh, they're going to roll off against the door, and the door is going to ha- have advantage against the two of them. So two on the left. Uh, yet the door withstands their onslaught for now. Whereas the other two just start going up that scaffolding as quickly as they can. You can hear the sound of feet slapping against planks. Um, All right, what would you like to do? It's another one of those life lessons for Ichabod. He's realised if you want to surprise attack someone, don't shout sod off before you do it. (laughs) Are you going to throw your alchemist fire or do something else? I'm going to say to Vlad, quick, they're probably... I've come to the logical conclusion that they're probably coming up the scaffolding. You guard that area. I'll try and guard the door. Uh, okay. And I'm going to lob my alchemist fire down at them. Nice. Um, yeah, you can uh, you can do that. And Dimitri will come over and chuck one down. So if you want to just roll two. Okay. So it'll be improvised weapons. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I will be the, the red. Okay, well, Dimitri got a two on the die. <laughs> Eleven and... is the number to beat. It's not very high. But two is probably oh. he doesn't have a plus nine, I assume. <laughs> no, no, he does not. I, I got a fourteen. Nice. Yeah, so you hit with one of them, so that's a D four. Ah. Two. Nice. Right, they take two points of fire damage and uh, they're now on fire. Uh, you hear them like go <laughs> snarling about. Um Vlad goes over to that window. And so does Van Richten, the one over the scaffolding, to try and uh, do something about them. They're going to also chuck some alchemist fire at them. This will just be um, the left two versus the right two. Uh, your your allies will be the left two numbers. Uh, they manage to <laughs> they chuck the their vials and they both land on the same wolf, uh, <laughs> but the other wolf is like nipping past them even sort of spins round behind his friend and pushes him into the fire and it just carries them <laughs> bounding up but because of that he's like well up the scaffolding he's uh one of them is sort of dragging behind but this guy is uh right up there at floor three already oh my yeah uh all right it is uh the werewolf's turn uh not those and uh, they've already kind of done their thing the two werewolves down uh here are going to uh try and roll around to put the fire out and they need to beat a 10 uh one of them beats a 10 the other one doesn't uh so the one that doesn't continues to roll around on the floor and takes uh, another three fire damage whereas the first one goes back to the door and starts scratching at it uh, and then it's ichabod's go what would you like to do ichabod would like to Seeing how the alchemist fire is not as effective as I was hoping it would be, uh, it looked cool. 
Uh, well, technically, that's what uh, Ichabod's all about. But he's going to return to doing his holy fist. Okay. So here we go. Wish him luck. Uh, the lowest I rolled was an 18. Nice. Yeah, they both hit. And the one on the door or the one that's rolling around on fire? The one on the door. I, I can't have someone trying to break through the door. They look okay. straight down and go, holy fist, fist. <laughs> and nice. then I do... Mm, 16 points of damage nice Horse damage awesome yeah take it takes that blast doesn't seem to like it very much he says damn it narrow uh who you sent you <laughs> who do you think well, tell him to sod off too <laughs> uh all right then uh it's gonna be there goes so the werewolf that's right up there uh vlad and um uh, vlad and van richten can't see him anymore they're going to keep chucking their they're going to try and slow down the one they can see for now um so it's going to be there two on the left versus the one on the right uh but the one on the right manages to uh dodge the alchemist fire vases and carry on on his journey uh he gets not right up to the entrance of the third floor but he's getting there and then the other one is uh right up there and he seems to be inside the tower now and um, you notice behind the chains start to shake that are in the middle of the room. Uh, and the two down there, one of them that's still on fire is going to try and put it out. He rolls it out and he goes to assist his friend. But his friend on his turn is going to try and do the door in and uh, gets a natural 20. And the door gets a gets a one. Uh, so um, I can't believe the door rolled so poorly. Uh, you hear the door sort of crack and thud and then uh, you hear it swing open and then you hear a triumphant Rah! and then you hear a splash and like, I'm all wet and then uh, you hear his friends like, no smell of wet dog um, but then also you hear this sort of sound of stone grinding and said like, what what those statues they're coming for us you can't really see what's going on uh, and then it's your turn you can okay. see one of them in one of them's gone inside but you can still see the one that was just on fire I say, we're not doing too badly at the front. How are we doing over there? Uh, well, one of them is definitely climbing up the chains towards us as we speak. Ah, um, lift down. <laughs> uh, no, you, uh, you, have to, you have to know what the golems want you to say. Oh, can you tell the lift to go down? I will on my turn. Good, good. But if I tell I, you... Go on. I race over, I stand on the lift... And I cast. Oh, no, no, I don't. I was almost, almost. That would have, that would have been dangerous. My goodness, can you imagine? <laughs> um, yeah, I stand at the top of the lift and I ready an action to lob alchemist's fire at the, uh, the first werewolf I see when the lift is dropped. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, uh, anything else? No, no. I think I'm, I'm good. Cool. Well, actually, given that the. Um... The stone golems have gone over to attack this uh, this guy. The lift is no longer being held by them, and the lift is just dropping in free fall anyway. Oh, uh, good. So the wolf's going to have disadvantage trying to get overcome this. Uh, no, it doesn't, because even though it got a natural 20, it also got a 10, and it has to take the 10. Um, gets slammed by the lift, and uh, will take uh, 12 points of bludgeoning damage as it hits the floor you can't really see how well it's doing but you know that it's probably on the floor uh can i see it uh you can you can't see it very clearly because it's quite dark 
but it might get a bit lighter if you chuck some alchemist fire down there. I was going to say, can I do that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Ooh. 11's number to beat. Oh, I only got a nine. Uh, yeah. right. It just falls down somewhere below. <laughs> Take that! Sure, that was it. Yeah, you miss the wolf, but it does light up the area a bit, and you see this uh, this wolf like splayed out, spread eagled, its arms spread out, like uh, it had fallen quite some distance. Um, the other, the two wolves, the other that are not like that are not currently haven't fallen a great height. Uh, are now stepping in. They seem to be trying to fend off the clay golems that are attacking them. They're going to have a disadvantage because the clay golems are quite big and tough, and there's four of them versus two of the wolves. So uh, it's going to be the the your friends on the left. So twelve two. Uh, nevertheless, um, the the clay golems did not roll very well. So uh, the wolves seem to be getting the better of them to some extent. A, bit, a lot more nimble, a lot more intelligent in their fighting, dodging out of the way. And they're not really uh, trying to attack the golems so much as use their momentum against them. It sounds like one of the golems stumbles and slams into a wall, for example, stuff like that. Um, and uh, you also suddenly see, looking down, uh, the fourth wolf that was slowed down a bit suddenly pop his head out um, from uh, the centre and he starts climbing up the chain towards you. Um, Vlad and uh, Van Richten are going to go and try and deal with that if they can. Uh, they do. They land some alchemist fire on him, uh, and then it's going to try and uh, hold on for dear life so it doesn't fall down uh, and doesn't succeed. So it just drops. It lands on top of the other one. Yeah, lands on top of the other one with a big uh, slam. Ichabod from the top just shouts out, Dog pile! <laughs> And now they're both on fire because he's <laughs> flaming as he went down. Uh, so they take a bit of damage from the fire. All right. Uh, Ichabod, it's your turn. I'm so tempted to leap down. I know it's four stories. And I've already still very badly hurt from the lightning bolt. But I'm still tempted. I'm not going to. But Oh, no, I have Misty Step. I could if I wanted. No, no. I'm going to... All the way down to the bottom, it's about 60 foot. So, um, Misty Step. Yeah, I can get halfway with Misty Step. I see what you're saying. No, I'm going to just uh, Eldritch Blast from up here. Holy Fist, as they say in my circles. They are the two that you can see very clearly are technically prone, so you would have disadvantage. Okay, let's see how well I do them. Uh, number to beat 13. Hits. And the other one is better 17. Hit with both. Yeah. Your holy fist it was, it's like Adrian said, you know, do what you're good at and you won't have to struggle. Yeah. And ugh, roll badly on damage. That's nine points of force damage on that one. Fist fist! <laughs> nice. Is that nine total? Yep. Right, cool. Anything else? I'm just going to shout, we, we didn't invite you in. This is completely against the rules. <laughs> They're not vampires, they're werewolves. And I know, I'm trying to I'm trying to piss them off. <laughs> okay, just checking. I, I can't tell what you when you are being serious or not. No, I I get that. I have a very I have a very dry face. Alright. Uh Vlad and Dimitri. Hey dog, your mother was a bitch. <laughs> hey, that that's not very nice, says Dimitri. Dimitri. Yes. Smack talk. Be oh. a battle. Learn to do it. Oh, you're talking about them. 
You think I'm... Why would I ever call you dog? I, th- I thought we were going growing close, and it was like a cool nickname for me. Yeah, you, you two are best friends, aren't you? Says that. Dimitri, if I was going to come up with a nickname for you, it'd be better than dog. Okay. I'm well, glad. Just sacred flame or fire, alchemist fire. Do something. Oh, those are cool nicknames. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> they, all three of them, come over and just toss their alchemist fire down. So they're remaining alchemist fire. Um, and that will be the end of their alchemist fire. But they're going to chuck chuck it at the wolves down below. They're going to have advantage in total and the and the wolves are gonna have disadvantage so two on the left for your allies uh oh nevertheless (laughs) they they the wolves on the floor um roll out of the way of the fire they're too clever to get caught by that again although they do burn a bit more um and then the against the golems the golems are still going to have advantage it won't be disadvantage this time this will just roll off the whole thing so two on the left of the golems against all the wolves uh, but it doesn't matter. These wolves are very spry. <laughs> they can see every attack coming from these golems. They're very telegraphed. I can't see what's going on down there, but I'm assuming the clay golems are doing amazing. You're hearing a lot of stone hitting stone, and you don't hear a lot of <laughs> wolf yelps. <laughs> um, and uh, then, because they've kind of done so well, uh, one of the wolves is uh, back up onto the chains and climbing up. Um, it's your turn, Ichabod. How far up was the building was the scaffolding? Scaffolding, uh, the highest point was about 45 foot up. It was on the third floor. Okay. I I think the clay golems need help. <laughs> they're, they're statues. Uh, Who cares? Van Richten. Van Richten. More. Call, your, call your suit of armor over to the edge of the pit. Oh. Uh, uh, that's, uh, if you come and help me, we can just push him down there and I'll activate him when he gets to the bottom. That's what I, That was my plan. I was just going to give him a push. Okay. Um. So he goes over and like puts his head under one of the arms of the suit and gestures for you to do the same on the other side. <laughs> okay. I'm very confused as to why we're moving a magic suit of armor by our own muscles, but okay. I, I, I carry it like I would carry a drunk. I, I lift its <laughs> arm over my shoulders and I, I hoof as far hard as I can. <laughs> All right. Uh, then, uh, yeah, you walk it over to the hole and push it down. <laughs> and then yeah. as in midair, he says, Kazan! Uh, kamikaze <laughs> and then uh, kazan suddenly uh activates and as if, if he's going for a big belly flop um he's just dropping down to the center of the hole we'll see <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how this works uh he's gonna have advantage against the wolf there's not much else to hit uh he'll be on it yeah he hits the wolf <laughs> oh, thank goodness. The, wolf, the wolf is like scurrying up very determined and then he sees uh, this enormous suit of armor coming towards him and his uh, his eyes grow wide and he's like ah and then he just <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> drop back down and uh yeah the uh the, a couple of these walls really looking quite bad um would you like to do anything else with your turn i don't think so uh uh, yeah, go on then, Anvax. I'll cast bonus action hex on one of the, wh- whichever werewolf looks like it's nearest the chains. Yeah, nice. Uh, strength that you're... Uh, yeah, hexing. strength is the uh, stat I'm going to be hexing. I look at him and go, dog, do you even lift? <laughs> this is, uh, not, not anymore, as, as he uh, tries to push the um, suit of armor off of himself. Mm-hmm. Um, Vlad and uh, Dimitri are going to come over and like Dimitri's going to 
tip something uh, like a crate down the hole and uh vlad is going to try and cast sacred flame but they'll just they'll have advantage against the wolves so it'll be uh two dice rolls against one yours are on the left and uh yep they managed to hit one of the wolves so these wolves are not doing very well anymore it's now the well werewolves goes they're staggering to their feet and they're trying to run away the stone golems are going to try and grab them uh and they're going to have uh it'll just be a straight mm. No, I think they'll they'll have disadvantage. So two on the left versus the one on the right. Yours, yours are the two on the left. Uh, yet the stone golems managed to uh, grab the wolves. Uh, to Finally! Stop, <laughs> to stop them escaping. Um, Ichabod, uh, you look down, you can see the stone golems hanging onto walls by their tails and stuff like that. Oh, the uh, suit of armor's down there as well. Suit of armor would have taken quite a bit of damage from that fall, so bear with me. <laughs> he sort of picks himself up, picks up his helmet, puts it on his head, and then goes to uh, <laughs> goes to just start attacking the wolves. And he's going to have advantage because they're being well. No, he's, if the one wolf he's going to fight, he's going to have advantage. Uh, but the, <laughs> even being grappled by the suit of, <laughs> by the by the clay uh, clay statues, it doesn't matter. They can't quite get this nimble wolf. The wolf is very uh, very spry. Uh, yep. All right, now it's your turn, Ichabod. Sorry. Um, I say to uh, it, why do I keep calling you the wrong name, Van Richten? I say to Van Richten, uh, get, get, get him to restrain one of the wolves. I wish to interrogate it after the battle. Dimitri, you heard him. Dimitri I then terrified. Now, now that the battle looks won, now's my time to shine. <laughs> I leap down, but in the last 30 feet, I misty step the 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 halfway distance so that i don't take as much fall damage as i would <laughs> but on the way down i also ignite the sun blade oh nice to slam into one of the werewolves okay uh could you make you can make an acrobatics check or a deck save whatever you prefer uh it might reduce some of the damage uh fall damage further no it will not do that <laughs> we'll not do that at all. Uh, that is a four. So then, um, are you uh, jumping down feet first? I was trying to, yeah, superhero yeah. landing and all that. No, you, you do land on your feet. Uh, it's very jarring and your your ankles lock and stuff. And you feel this sort of jolt up your legs as you land. But you do also manage to slam the sword into one of the wolves. So if you want to, you can do your attack with advantage. Woo! Beat 11. I beat 11. Got 19. Thank and you. Then, uh, you can roll the damage. Uh, these wells are not undead. Yeah, no, no. I'm not getting my additional D8. Hmm. Uh, son, but, yeah. Oh, sorry, additional D10. It's the other way around. Oh, curses. Quite as powerful as I was hoping. Um, so that's four points of radiant damage. And I just look up and I say, it's Ichabod Emerson now. <laughs> go, go back, Emerson. Um, anything else? Uh, do I take any damage from that fall? Oh yeah, you take eight damage, eight falling damage. It's, uh... Oh, that's not as bad as I was worried. That's what I took more damage than I gave, but you know, I'm still down here now. Yeah, well, it's thirty feet of falling, so it's six. Yeah, yeah. So six and two ones, so uh, the worst result and two best results for you. Um, all right. In uh, in that case, I don't think the other three are going to do very much other than. Uh, look exchange glances at this uh this strange move that you've taken um mm. they uh and perhaps they're ready to try and get some stuff ready to drop down if they need to one of them shouts yep. out, what are you doing 
shut up, lad. Not to give our hand away, but a <clears throat> spot of spot of healing wouldn't go amiss. <laughs> uh, but you're sixty feet away now. Is it? Does he have healing word or does he have cure wounds? Uh, he has cure wounds. Never mind. Uh, oh, oh, start making my way down. And, uh... Yeah, just wait for the lift. I'll set it up in a second. <laughs> Uh, cool. Uh, so some of the wolves are still going to try and get away uh, from the from the from the things. Uh, two on the left of advantage, which are yours. Two on the right, don't. So, yep, the clay golems managed to hang on to them by their tails. They're not going anywhere. Yes. Um, and uh, the uh, Kazan is going to try and grapple one of the wolves. He will have advantage, and he succeeds. Yes. One of the wolves is grappled as well. Um. So what would you like to do, Ichabod? I would like to... Hmm. I look at the three werewolves restrained. I say, grappled. Grappled, sorry. I say, surrender now, and you may just leave this night with your lives. Uh, they, uh, they look at you and say, yes, yes, we surrender. We surrender. We surrender. Good. I would hate to have to resort to darker tactics. No, not the darker tactics. Whatever they I'm are. going to roll up a newspaper and smack you on the nose with it. <sighs> they gasp. Um, so they they seem to be prepared to surrender. Um, so should we come out of initiative? Yes, please. All right. The um, one of the golems. Uh, you got the uh, the the suit of armor is holding onto one of them. Uh, two one golem manages to hold on to two wolves on his own, and another golem holds on to the other one. And the remaining two golems uh, managed to operate the elevator if uh, you want them to bring your allies down to base level or ground level. I would love that. Thank you. Yep. So they, they set about doing that and uh, your three allies come down. Do you want to do anything before your allies arrive? Say anything? Which, which werewolf was the one that was speaking to me earlier called me Neville? Uh, the one held by the stone armor. The singular one by the and stone armor or the double? Yeah. Sorry, the suit of armor. Look. Oh, the oh, oh sorry. Statues, sorry. I head over to Kazam and I say, Tell me, have you seen a woman? Obviously, I mean recently. I don't mean in your entire life. Oh, uh, yes. Seen many women. Recently? Yes. The woman who owns that carriage out there? Oh, no. I was going to say, those two are women. And uh, these two indistinguishable werewolves sort of wave at you. I love the fact that their arms are pinned. It's one of those, like, <laughs> wrist waves. They nod, mm. yeah. <laughs> Just uh, that's very progressive of you, but no, I, I'm seeking a particular woman. What? Uh, I don't run a dating service. With your fine noses, surely you must have a, an idea of her scent. Yes, I could smell her scent. Which direction has she gone? Allow me to go and sniff the carriage a bit more. Okay, but beware. We still have your three allies here. Yes. Um, so he will go to pull himself free from Kazan, if that's allowed. Kazan, release. And then Van Rick says, Kazan, release. And uh, Kazan releases. And uh, the wolf uh, sort of gingerly uh, leaves the ground floor and goes over to the carriage and starts sniffing around the place. She travelled back along this main road. And Back the way she came, on foot. Sorry? Back the way she came, on foot. No, on horseback. And then he points at these uh, hoof uh, tracks. Interesting. Yes. What did Strahd want you... Damn it! 
<laughs> what did the devil want? Right. Just tell me what he wanted. He wanted to find out if you were coming to the wedding. Tell him I wouldn't miss it. And I take the invitation out of my pocket, tear off the bit that clearly says RSVP, and I write my name on it and flick it at the werewolf. <laughs> he picks it up and says, thank you. You could have just done that instead of throwing bottles of fire at us. Well, you could have asked instead of, you know, shouting random threatening things. I'm, I'm, I'm having out. a bit of a time. <laughs> okay, fair enough. We I think we could just both agree. Life. We both came on a little headstrong and <laughs> missteps were made. Mm. All right. I, okay, that sounds fair. Um, I, I think that's, that's true. I apologize for my behavior. No one got hurt. Well, people got hurt, but no one died. I think we could just all chalk this up. As a win for all sides, okay? Yeah. We we didn't get that hurt. We don't get hurt by, like, falling off of things and stuff. We're werewolves and our lycanthropy protects us. Oh, well, kudos. The fire hurt. Um, and so did the stabbing from that, that special sword. Thank you. I'm the Lathander's Chosen. You know what? You're all right. What's your name? Kirill. Kirill Stoyanovic. Kirill Stoyanovic, thank you for your aid in uh, mm. locating our friends. You are Neville Emerson. No, Ichabod Emerson. Oh, sorry. Uh, no worries about it. It's, it's. It, I'm probably not going to be Carol Emerson, uh, Ichabod Emerson, by the time I wake up in the morning. <laughs> well, I hope you won't be Carol Emerson. That would be very confusing. Hopefully not. Right. Um, can I interest you in some a beverage, tea, or I don't know what we have on offer. They're, they're not having any of our tea, says Van Richten. <laughs> And then, All right. Sorry, Kirill, I tried. Kirill's like, uh, and no, we just want to get back to our pack. Tell me, before you head off, Kirill. Yes. Have you, um, you had any rumours about any anything that Babala Saga might be planning? Winter Splinter. Winter Splinter? Winter Splinter. And he pulls out uh, this funny little trinket. It looks like it's made from, like, popsicle sticks. And uh, it's a little effigy of um, uh, this this man made out of popsicle sticks. This, like this, but much bigger. And he points to uh, a tree nearby, which is about uh, almost as tall as a tower. All right. That is probably something I should have dealt with earlier. Well, oh dear. good luck with that. Bubbler Saga is very powerful. And Kirill uh, and his pack take their leave, if allowed. I, I allow it. And I shout off as the retreating shades. I, too, am very powerful. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. And they're, they're gone. Yep. Uh, Ichabod chooses to ignore their sarcasm and just take it at face value. <laughs> not necessarily sarcastic, but um, not accepting that you'd be as powerful as Bubbler Saga. Um, do you... Uh, so you can spend the night here and have a long rest if you'd like. If you've got I, any would, I would like that very much. Cool. Um, you can take the uh, these the clay golems reclaim their positions, and uh, we'll take you back up to the top floor if everyone's happy with that. And is there anything else you'd like to do while you're here? I couldn't help but notice Van Richten. Um, there was only one bed. Yes, you I appreciate not a little spoon. I would feel more comfortable with the little spoon. I was joking. It's my bed. There are some bed rolls in the corner. I feel like. You know, seniority, I should get to bed. Uh, I'm, no, I don't think so. That's my bed. It's my, it's I'm my thinking of a number between bed. one and ten. No, if it's my bed. If you guess it, I get the bed. Look, if you want to sleep in a bed, 
there's a bed in the wagon down down there. I'm not sleeping outside. Are you being crazy? <laughs> he gets in the bed. <laughs> All right. I get one of the bed rolls. Vlad, yeah. big spoon me. <laughs> okay. He he uh, he gives Adrian a filthy look and like very triumphant filthy look. Adrian. <laughs> Sorry, not Adrian. Dimitri. Yeah, and uh, Dimitri uh, looks kind of puzzled, but um, he'll go over to the corner. And... I uh, I have very little body heat since I've uh, been reborn as a as an undead. It's okay. And, it's, uh, so, it's so refreshing. I know. It's it's like having the cool side of the pillow every day, but <laughs> uh, a little warmth wouldn't go amiss every so often. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, I know. And then he holds his hands out just a little bit away from you and casts all sacred flame in his hands. And you feel the glow <sighs> warm your face. Holy. <laughs> Fist. <laughs> Save the, uh, the, the, the sweet talk till we're in bed, please. <laughs> anyway, uh, you, uh, you have a comfortable evening. There's no more, there's no more werewolf attacks. Uh, and you wake up the next morning and it's a, a glorious gray instead of a dark gray when you wake up and uh, you feel refreshed and um, any hit points you had lost, you've gained back. Fantastic. And uh, I yeah. stretch you're like that is the best sleep I've had in a long time. <laughs> you look around and you see everyone still there. It's quite nice. Do you want to go? Uh, you're going to head off to Velaki? Remind me, the hoof prints from Esmeralda's horse, was that heading towards Velaki as well? Uh, yeah, but then there's this was one path that leads off the road to this uh, this tower. So yeah, you can try and follow them and see if they continue as you go along. I would like to see, I, I would like to track them to see if they go in the same direction I'm going. But I'm not going to change my direction to track them if that makes sense. Sure. So make a survival check when you get to the uh, crossroads. Okay. Nope. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, survival. Eight. Yeah, you can't see that. In fact, they the the hoof prints seem to peter out after a while uh, before they get to the turning. Um, and yeah, racing off to Velaki. Uh, is is that the plan? Racing off to Velaki. Yeah, to, to Velaki. Pick up pick up Adrian, who's hopefully now had the cure and is tip in tip top shape immediately, and then head off to Yester Hill to try and fight Winter Splinter. Nice. Uh, Dimit- uh, so Dimitri is very uh, excited about getting back to Adrian. And um, are you sitting up the front with him again? Yes, just because, again, race against time. And yeah. uh, if I am fighting against a, a giant popsicle man, I'm glad I have one bottle of Alchemist Fire left in my pocket. <laughs> and uh, Dimitri uh, says, oh, I, I so can't wait to see Adrian again. Uh, I bet he'll be up and, and his old self once more, ready to continue fighting um, i've always looked up to adrian that's the plan mm, yes uh, it's, it's going to be so great to see him not not uh, struggling anymore and back to, back to his old self i can't I'll be honest uh, the more you overshadow it the less likely i think it's going to happen oh is that is that how it works it, it uh, feels like it is yeah um okay let me change tack uh oh i bet when we get there it won't have worked and he winks at you and Adrian's going to be a vampire, and he winks at you. And we're going to have to go and hunt him, and he winks at you. And put him down for good, and he winks at you. I, you got something in your eye. So I, I, I'm, I'm just playing, uh, playing the odds. Okay. 
And uh, I think it's best if we just ride in silence, Dimitri. All right. And then the carriage eventually reaches Valaki. It rolls up to those familiar walls. Uh, the pikes with the wolves' heads have been taken down, and they don't seem to have been replaced with anything else, as far as you can see. Um, there are two guards uh, standing at the front, and as you approach with your wagon, they uh, both point their pikes out at you and say, Who goes there? Is one of them Lars? Uh, no. He's not back on du- active duty yet after getting nearly burned alive. Well, that makes sense, I guess. Mm. Yeah, Zai, Ichabod of many names. Did you know there are two people and types of people in this world? Those who like ice cream and those who are liars. <laughs> it's a, hmm, I didn't know that. But Ichabod of many names, you are under arrest on behalf of the Brothers Vakta. And we're going to stop there. What? Mm. I've only been gone two days. Yeah. Oh, if they've hurt Isaac, if they have hurt a single hair on his hand, I'm going to be furious. <laughs> yeah, don't blame you. Um, what was the, what question was it? It was, what's your favourite class? And yeah. do, you, do you get to play it often? Ah, yeah. Uh, my favourite class is probably Paladin, just because I've had the most fun playing uh, as a as, um, uh, mm. thingy, Whitesmith, Conrad Whitesmith. A different version of him yeah uh yeah but uh, you know i like a lot of different classes and um i've had lots of uh, i've played lots of different characters with different classes i like i like a lot of different things i don't possibly mm. like warlock very much <laughs> but uh what about you which is ironic because your current character is a warlock yeah <laughs> yeah i don't enjoy it very much seems a bit limited and like i get the uh the scaling of the spell slots and stuff is good but then you only really get two of them well, you've got mm. three. I've got three now. I've got the Rod of the Pack Keeper thing, but it still just doesn't seem like very much. Um, yeah. But uh, but still, I'm not that I'm not as bothered about class as I am about the character that I play and uh, their personality and mm. stuff and seeing how that goes. What about you? What's your favourite class? Uh, I'm the same as you, really. Uh, I like, I mean, Paladin is a good class because uh, it kind of gives you the the groundworks of the, the, the backstory, the, the character, um, more so than I, I always look more for that than the... Um, the abilities abilities are nice uh, i do like warlock uh, the opposite of you i do like warlock because of that reason because the old patron gives you a lot of flavor to work with mm. uh, but my favorite class i'd have to say is sorcerer but again same reason lots of lots of flavor there to, to draw from uh, but i usually end up multi-classing anyway into into other pieces just to just to give it a different uh, different stuff that i want oh sounds good mm. all right do you want to say goodbye to your Ica buddies? I would love to say goodbye to my Ica buddies. Bye, Ica buddies, and, uh, you know, keep me in your hearts for next week. Yeah, and Ica buddies, follow us. Uh, come and join us on Discord. Follow us on the socials and stuff, and we'll see you next time. And review us on iTunes. Everything yeah, yeah. helps. That too. Yeah, bye. Bye.